In our last episode, Clara's dying words continue to haunt Galena. Hello, I'm Anne-Marie Moore, author of the Love's Weaving Hands series books. I would like to welcome you to the LWH series audiobooks podcast. Here, you can listen to the audio version of my books. It is my hope that this series will encourage every woman to know true love. This is a nine-book series, and I will be your narrator for book two, Matchmaker. Chapter 7 Galena was glad for the long, harsh winter that came upon them that year after the dance. It gave her an excuse to stay home while Eleanor ran all their errands, including going to Gull General. She felt a twinge of guilt for adding this extra load on Eleanor, but she was glad for her understanding. Galena's guilt eased when her father paid Eleanor extra while she and Mr. Tyndale left for the summer to Green Hollow. She spotted Robert in Green Hollow, but she stole away unnoticed to the side of a building. Robert stopped the merchant man and began his lively bargaining. She wished he had put that much enthusiasm into pursuing Abigail. Her mind went back to the dance. What must the gossips be saying now? She quietly left to where she and her father were staying. She was glad her father wasn't only a village leader but also one who was called upon to represent Brooks Village among the Island Nation's council. It was a good excuse to travel with him and to avoid Robert. And travel they did. Mr. Tyndale informed her they would make their way to India, then on to England. I didn't know your mother had been so ill and... Hurt grew in his eyes. Now she is dead. Galena swallowed her emotions. Despite her mother distancing herself from her and her father, somehow the little girl within her had hope she would one day return. Must we go, father? By the look in his eyes, she knew her behavior saddened him. Yes, my dear. Your mother's family specifically asked that you accompany me. But what of your leadership responsibilities? There are others who can take our place. I hope my man Robert will be one of them. He can take my place and Leanne yours. She was hard-pressed for words. She did not want to wound her father and instead yielded. Yes, I'll come along. (laughs) That's my girl. I can't say it will be easy, father. I was so young when mother left. I'll be with you, my dear. Three years later, Galena walked onto the porch of her home. Her thoughts were back on the times she and her father spent in England. They had divided her mother's wealth among relatives. She was to receive a small fortune and a parcel of land. When asked if she would sell the land to her mother's uncle, she readily agreed. She wanted no part in what her mother owned, and she would not have cared for any of it, except her father insisted she claim what was rightfully hers. I heard your father stayed behind in Constance. Robert's voice startled Galena. She turned and saw him approaching the steps. I... I didn't know anyone was here. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to startle you. How are you? I'm fine. I... A rush of exhilaration ran through her at the sight of him. She couldn't help but notice his shoulders were broader and his tan enhanced his light-colored hair. What are you staring at? He chuckled. His straightforwardness caught her off guard and she turned away with a blush. You look different from what I remember you. 
She composed herself and looked back at him as he reached the top of the steps. It suits you. I suppose I should get out in the sun more, like I have these past few months. And working around your property has helped too. He patted his arm that was obviously muscular. He looked far more attractive than she remembered and needed to turn her thoughts elsewhere. Where's Tom? He's out back, doing some repairs to the barn. That wasn't necessary. All Father wanted you was to care for the house. Last fall, the winds were fierce in this area. The wind caught the weak side of the barn, and the support gave way. Had I noticed it sooner, I would have repaired it. I apologize for the inconvenience. I'm sure Father will settle with you and any expenses you incurred. Also, I hope you don't mind. I took the liberty to ask Abigail to sew new curtains for your rooms upstairs. Galena hid her smile. So, he spent time with Abigail. Maybe there was good in my leaving. Thank you. I have not been upstairs. I am sure she did a wonderful job. She is rather resourceful with the needle and thread, among many other things, I'm sure. To be honest, Tom and I miss her cooking, but Jennifer is taking lessons from her and brings food home. I see Abigail is taking good care of the Gall family in my absence. She couldn't hide her smile any longer, hoping to find out any further news. Miss Allison spends her time caring for Grace. Galena frowned at Robert, returning to his formality concerning Abigail. Grace is quite a handful. She does her best with our little redhead princes, but somehow Grace takes her vengeance on Caleb, and that boy antagonizes her relentlessly. Such is young love. Robert laughed. Don't tell me you think Caleb and Grace will end up together. That's difficult to say. They are still rather young, don't you think? She jested. Tom rounded the corner of the house. Hello, Tom. Galena rejoiced to see him. Just look at you. I think you've grown several inches. Why, you're as tall as your father. Taller. Robert stood by Tom when he made it up to the porch steps. So good to see you. She extended a greeting, and Tom kissed her cheek. How is Jennifer? She is doing good, except when she broods over saying she will become an old maid taking care of Papa and me. I gather her Prince Charming has not showed up. Good thing, because Papa and I would starve. Speak for yourself, son. I can cook. Yeah, but can we survive? Tom mocked. Did Papa tell you about the fire Grace started that almost burned down the barn? Galena turned to Robert with obvious shock on her face. No. What fire did Grace start? On our property? Robert eyed Tom, who immediately got the message. Well, I'd better get back to work. He went down the steps quickly and rounded the corner of the house where he came from. Robert grinned sheepishly. I hoped you wouldn't find out about it. Grace was not on your property. She was on the top of the hill behind the barn. I had told her of my time when I lived among the American Indians, and she got it in her head she could send Mary's smoke signals. Galena listened as she pictured the whole scene in her mind. It was drier than normal this spring, and the grass caught fire. The wind kept growing the fire until it reached your barn. Miss Allison paid for the material and for my labor. It was more than enough to take care of both jobs on the barn. There will be no need for your father to settle with me on the barn expenses. I see. Abigail must appreciate you very much. I better tend to the store if Jennifer's to cook our noon meal. Galena extended her hand towards him. Thank you for all you've done. I'm sure father and I cannot express our gratitude enough. Robert readily reached out and shook her hand without hesitation. We're glad to have you back. We? Galena wondered if he meant the Gall family, or if that meant he and Abigail. She would soon find out.
As you enjoy today's story, we want to encourage you to become a Love's Weaving Hand series audiobook supporter. We desire to bring quality Christian entertainment with biblical values to impact your everyday life. Our mission is to encourage every woman to know true love, and you can have a part in making this project a growing reality. There are plans for additional audiobooks and a radio drama of the third book in the series. Your support will help us reach lives through our stories for God's glory. Become a part of the LWH Series audiobook support team by visiting lwhseries.com forward slash support. The next day, Galena arrived at Gall General. Jennifer was the first to greet her. Aunt Galena! Please don't. Galena saw the immediate hurt in Jennifer's eyes and gentled her voice. I'm sorry, Jennifer. It just brings back memories of your mother. I'd much rather you call me Miss Galena. I understand. I never baked Mama's favorite cake because it reminds me of her and I cry every time. I don't mind calling you Miss Galena. Jennifer gave her a reassuring smile. Tom walked in the store. Tom? Jennifer removed her apron. Could you watch the store for me a while? Yeah, sure. Where's Papa? He's tending the horses. Jennifer took Galena by the hand and led her through the curtains into the kitchen. Now it's my turn to inform you about all our village gossip. She guided Galena to take a seat while she fetched some tea. If you plan to tell me about the fire, your father already did. Really? He had hoped you and Mr. Tyndale would not notice. Tom spilled the news. Galena chuckled. Oh, Tom, he can hardly keep secrets, especially exciting ones like the fire. The whole back of the hill burned to a crisp. I would have found out soon enough. It's not likely they keep secrets hidden in Brooks Village. That's true. Jennifer set tea on the table and took her seat next to her. Do you know what the rumor was about the dance? She looked up at Jennifer and was not sure if she wanted to hear this. Three years had already made her forget, that is, until she saw Robert yesterday. It might as well be you that tells me what a fool I made of myself. No, that is not at all the case. Everyone has been sympathetic. Otherwise, it might have upset me. Jennifer's defense of her reminded her of Clara. When you and Papa were dancing, folks were saying it must have reminded you of the night you danced with him when you convinced him to marry Mama. Folks think the memory of that dance was too much for you to bear. Everyone knows you miss Mama. I miss her too. Anything else? Jennifer thought a moment. Some women think you want Papa and Nana Abigail to get together. Do you? Galena searched her face. Yeah, sure. I think Papa has taken a real liking to her. Not a day goes by that he doesn't mention how he misses her help in the store. She comes by from time to time. But more often, she sends Grace. Papa loves Grace, but I think he would rather Nana Abigail come over more often than she does. How does Tom feel about Nana Abigail? (laughs) You know Tom. Any woman that can cook makes him happy. I go over to her house so she can teach me to cook her delicious food. Well, I'm glad to hear. This is all turning out far better than I expected. Jennifer shrugged her shoulders. I don't know. Maybe things would have been better if you had been around more. What do you mean? I think things are marching along quite well. 
Everybody knows you are the best woman in our town council. Although Leanne did a good job in your absence, she doesn't have what it takes to be a matchmaker like you. Can you believe she suggested to Sue that Charles would be a better match for her? What? Galena's mouth was ajar. And break Paul's heart? I think that's preposterous. That's what I thought, too. I kept speaking to Sue, telling her not to listen to Leanne. Good for you. Galena patted her hand. I believe that is precisely what your mother would have done. Really? Yes. Sometimes we encountered situations like this, but your mother made sure that the lovers-to-be would not get distracted by the opinions of those unskilled in the art. Mama eventually found Papa, thanks to you. She would often tell me the story and how much you loved her. She said if you had not been so insistent, she was sure Papa would have married you. Nonsense. The only perfect woman for Robert was your mother. I think Mama said it because she wanted you happy like her. Once, she told me she would do anything for the day you would meet a man like Papa. I think your mother was a hopeless romantic. Galena shifted uncomfortably in her chair. I'd much rather be single and see others happy. You know, you sound like Nana Abigail, only she says she is single to serve God and to be a blessing to others. I suppose there are some similarities there. She wants people to have a relationship with God, and you want to see people happily married. You know, the two of you would make a great team. I couldn't agree with you more, especially if she agrees to marry your father someday. Mama always said you were relentless, Jennifer laughed. That's because I never back down on a challenge, despite how stubborn the two lovers may be about seeing the truth that they belong together. Mama told me as much, and of the times she would help you. She leaned closer to Jennifer. I will make sure your father and Abigail are happily married. That is, if you're willing to help me like your mother would. Galena's smile widened. If you would like to get this book and other books of the Love's Weaving Hands series, please visit lwhseries.com. Love's Weaving Hands series books and audios are copyright by Living Faith Publishing, LLC.